everybody and welcome to the Sunny 16 podcast. Uh, my name's Aid, and this is show number 306 and we've got the whole team here tonight. So Claire, how are you? I'm really good. Thanks, Aid, as always. Lovely to be here. And Rach, enjoy, how are you doing? Enjoying the cold. <laughs> uh, oh, hi. Yes, I'm, I'm good too. Thank you. Also, also quite chilly. Um, it's a good job uh, uh, we, we're not recording the video because uh, I do have extra, extra fluffy uh, um, jumper kind of like jacket coat here just in case. Claire was, was also talking about how, how chilly we are at the moment, how cold we are. <laughs> but yeah, lovely to be here. Yes, the weather is is not being kind to us at the moment, is it? But it's very very strange. Uh, cold, cold sometimes, warm other times, just wet most yeah. of the time. But hey, mm-hmm. uh. yeah, <laughs> I prefer November to be cold. That uh, I would say, you know, that that feels that's what's normal. And then when you walk outside and it's fourteen degrees, you're like, oh, in November, not the best. Um, I remember there being uh, snowdrifts outside the house on my birthday in the middle of November, which is, and I couldn't go to school one year, which is crazy. So um, <laughs> how how different it is now. Um, but I did it did make me laugh when I when I just looked up then and I saw that Claire's on wine today and I'm on my, <laughs> my cup of tea. <laughs> so yay! Do you know what this is? It's slow port. Oh, I was going to say, is it Ribena? But slow yeah, port. yeah. <laughs> slow port. That's that's quite a a, a robust drink. For uh, will you get make it through yeah, to the end of the podcast, bit. Claire? Do we yeah. need to do the podcast quickly <laughs> it's this like week? Literally like a thumbnail. Can you see? I can. Yes. So it wasn't just the end of the glass, then. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's the it's the empty pint glass over your shoulder there on the shelf <laughs> that I'm worried about. <laughs> <laughs> how are you aid i'm all right thank you i've been on the the wrong side of crazy busy uh mm-hmm. for the last week or so maybe two weeks and so i am desperately trying to claw my way back into some sense of normality so mm-hmm. i spent a chunk of yesterday evening very empowering thing to do sending lots of emails to my work colleagues saying no i'm not coming to the meeting no i'm not coming to that meeting no i'm not coming to that meeting either so i'm clearing out my diary so you can all yeah so i could actually do some stuff mm-hmm. so um uh, trying to get back to that trying to get back to some balance um but you know again not complaining yeah. not complaining um just just sometimes the pendulum swings away from you doesn't it so mm. but hey Absolutely. do you know what this is so far the most british podcast ever we spent most of it talking about the weather and the rest of it talking about work so <laughs> <laughs> yeah who knew yeah. that who knew that we'd have such a rich set of material to work with this week <laughs> yeah absolutely um yeah well um should i tell you a little bit about what i've been up to this week i think you should because that is our main thing this week isn't it so i was just about to say that so we we yeah it'd be lovely to hear what you've been up to oh thanks aid um uh for for the intro as well i was just jumping ahead just jumping jumping ahead with that um well uh, today actually today in the last few weeks i've been working on a, a project with uh, with a school um uh, over the water as we say um and that's been really interesting and challenging and um kind of um very satisfying you know to to actually get um kids who have never worked with analog photography before to kind of like start to embrace what you know the possibilities are with that so we've looked at things like photograms and then last week um 
I was showing them how to uh, take photo large format pinhole photographs uh, using the Ilford Obscura, which is their kind of um, pinhole camera. Uh, and uh, yeah, I went and did loads of tests um, in the in the morning, and then at lunchtime the clouds came in, and uh, and it went from what was going to be a thirty second. I was pretty pretty definite thirty to forty five second exposure. The clouds came in sky went gray and i was thinking oh my word i've got like basically one chance for, to get them a shot um so pretty much get a little bit of a educated guess i was like 12 minutes let's give it a whirl um and it actually came out and i was like so relieved thank goodness because um yeah with um with this particular kind of like group of students it's not the sort of thing that um you really get chance to do you know a few regos with it and obviously with analog it is something that is quite um experimental and you have to fail a lot before you can get something that comes out from it so i was very pleased that actually they could see the outcome um really really quickly mm. um and uh i, I even got some uh, yeah, that's pretty cool you know little uh, com comments um which was really nice um and then managed to get them dried and so then i was able to show them how to make a contact print from that so we had we got the large format negative and the large format contact printed positive from from the image so that was really nice then this week I was back there again and um, teaching them how to load up uh, film cameras and uh, and go out and shoot with them. So uh, that's what they did today. So um, I'll be back uh, in, a, in a couple of weeks and uh, we'll uh, hopefully process those and hopefully get some shots out of those. So that's kind of what I've been up to um, yeah, uh, this, this week. Uh, that and working my way through my backlog in terms of editing uh, weddings and, and everything else that has been going on. Um, because I've been, so, we were so ill for so long, everything has had been such a backlog. Uh, it's just kind of like built up. Um, there seemed to be like zero time to do anything and, um, and yet kept being ill. Unfortunately, it was the I hadn't really banked on the continual continual illness. You know, you go, okay, well, you might be ill for a bit and then hopefully you recover after a week or so. Um, but it's literally been one thing to another to another, um, which has meant that what was quite narrow time anyway has got even even tighter. Um, so that's mostly what I've been up to as well. It sounds like you've had a, a very busy, busy week this week, Aid, as well. Um, and Claire, do you want to let us know a little bit about what you've been up to? And then I, I'll tell you about my my big news, maybe. Um, I've been spending a lot of time, actually. I've been scanning. I've got a backlog of mm -hmm. scanning. Um, I did a bit of scanning uh, before we met now. Um, and I've been thinking a lot about, I've got two projects that I want to work on next year. And I'm kind of, it's, I'm at that kind of, how am I going to do it? And um, I'm probably going to have to have a couple of people to assist me. And, and you know, thinking of the logistics of it all, really. Mm -hmm. and, and what cameras to use. And so, um, yeah, thinking about that, really, probably have to get a new camera or loan a camera. Mm -hmm. uh, so yeah, for, for that next year, because I have to produce a, a new project, a series of work for um, Revelat. I was going to ask, is next it for this year. that you've been dis that you've been yeah, thinking about? It is, and um, I was thinking I had until September, but they announced that you know it's they've moved it to June, so that's like three, three months has come off, and you know how quick time goes, and so 
so that the production time is, is going to be quite tight now or you know the shooting time i should say because then it has to all be you know got ready for mounting and you know framing or so. that part of the process takes so long as well doesn't it like it's not the glamorous fun part of it but it's, mm. it's the part that takes such a lot of time like the logistics and the management and the planning and on the like physically getting things posted and packaged and from a to b it's like yeah. this whole mm. huge part of a project like that that nobody ever sees or knows about but that takes up like probably the majority of the time you end up with such a tiny amount of time to actually make the work or do the work or you know even think about it because the rest of it's taken up with that isn't it claire gosh it's a lot to do that's three months less have they said why is there a reason i, I they haven't said i haven't asked <laughs> this one <Ooh. laughs> yeah. so, so i'm really thinking hard and, and what cat because i'm probably gonna I'm probably gonna shoot this on medium format so mm. I'm kind of working out all the ifs and buts and which would be the most appropriate camera and does it have a self you know will it have to have one of those long cables how do they you know all these things how if I have to have people to help how many people do I need and uh, and will those and will that even achieve what I want to achieve because mm. it's going to be more like um a lot of it's going to be more in lower light uh and using lighting and um i want to use some drones as well so all these pieces are going through my head <laughs> so, i mean yeah, so that's it kind of put put that together and then i'll be happy once i've arrived yeah. at that then i can get on with the next stage of the planning really what what kind mm. of medium format camera do you strap to a drone i know i was just thinking that i was like age no, <laughs> no I, I won't be strapped to a drone I will be using the drone for a specific purpose to do long exposures, but uh, are you yeah. in the camera in? Off hey? the drone? Are you going to parachute <laughs> the camera in off yeah. the drone? <laughs> so I'm kind of kind of working out, um, working out all the ifs and buts. It's very scientific for me. Um, yeah, but I see I can visualise the end results, but it's just getting there. So. Yeah, that's the thing. When you like, I know exactly what I want at the end. That's both mm. a blessing and a curse, isn't yeah. it? Because it, it can be so amazing if you can get to that point, but also mm. really frustrating if you find that you're struggling to get what you conceive in yeah. your mind yeah. to work. Yeah. Um, yeah, and and it's again, it's all the part of that process, isn't it? To mm -hmm. to get there, that. Yeah. that is what will take all the time you've got the idea or you're getting there with the idea and it's just how do you work backwards from yeah. that point isn't it um there's, there's yeah. that. i need to do that by june and really finish shooting i was thinking i need to finish shooting really by mid-april i reckon mm -hmm. i leave i like to leave myself at least a month yeah to then make the prints and if i'm going to put them on dye bond and all that and then if they're going to be mm -hmm. friends get all that ready and then it's the logistics probably because it's out in spain it's probably better to have it have it all maybe put together out there yeah like well i if but then it's i won't see them if you know what i mean i won't have the eye you know like if you're yeah. dying i'd had an exhibition one i had to change one print because it i'd I hadn't obviously um, cleaned up my image well enough because there was a tiny hair, so I had to redo it. So just things like that. And then, so that needs to be done by mid-April shooting, then the, the rest of it, you know, 
because it has to be hung, I think, in mid-April, uh, mid-May, sorry, for mm. the... And then for July, August, September, around that period, I wanted to be doing a, a short film. So I, it's all the planning for things, isn't it, and putting together and thinking of teams of people and everything. Yeah. Impressive stuff. That's what I've, I've been got... filling my head with, yeah. Sorry Impre to digress. Impressive stuff. Now, that's, <laughs> it's, it, I've got this mental image now of, like, your Gregory Crudson photographs. You know, he works with, like, a whole film crew just to take one shot, doesn't he? So that that's kind of how I'm thinking you are well, now. Like, you're going to have I've a director's... Had... Are you going to have a director's chair that's it? That, yeah, that, I, 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 I might be saying, hey, I need you, all three, all of the sunnies to come and help me if you would. <laughs> Do you know what? Oh, you, should, you should hire Roger Deakins, right? I think, oh, well... <laughs> Hang on Look, don't, don't talk with me. I, I'm I'm happy to come with you, Claire. I'll come out to Spain. Thanks. Roger doesn't need somebody to take him out to Spain. Fair point. Fair point. Oh, yes. yes. Well, yeah. yes. Well, so okay. Well, when you've got your plan, Claire, let us know. I, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure you'll have yeah. no no shortage of people, including me and Rach, volunteering to be your assistants. Yeah. Oh, there's even there's even that. Daisy lay about Graham, you know, you could even even ask him. Who knows? <laughs> he's good like that. He's, he's a very gracious mm. person who likes to be in He's ha happy to assist. Yeah, no, he is. Yeah, he is. Cool. That um, sounds really interesting. I, it's, um, yeah. I, I'm, uh, I won't ask you to share what the ideas are and things like that because obviously you've got a lot of work to do to figure that out, and perhaps you want to keep it a little bit quiet as well. But yeah, yeah. and then I can reveal more as we go along, you, maybe. Do you enjoy though this part of the process? Is it because because you're, you're talking about six months of work from start to finish there? So so do you enjoy that this early stage when you're thinking things through and working things out? I do, I do enjoy, I do enjoy this stage, and I, I think I've said before, I spend a lot of my time it gets spent almost in the in the, in the kind of um, the pre-production and the kind of the planning and the, before I go shooting. But I think that what's kind of making me excited about this and also nervous <laughs> in equal measures is um, because it's it's aspects of this are, are I've not done before. So I'm pushing myself out of my comfort zone. And, be, and I came, I had the idea and I, th I thought, oh, yeah, I want to do that. And then I'm going to stick with it. And I think it is good, actually, to sometimes I think you can't maybe keep doing constantly everything that you normally do it's nice sometimes to push yourself out of the comfort zone isn't it <laughs> and hopefully you don't um mess things up miserably so it's quite so there's a lot of um i suppose the technical side and the sciencey side of you know all that kind of thing i'm having to do a lot of research mm -hmm. with that's all going to add so much to to your skill set, oh Claire, right? You know, through, through doing that and through pushing yourself and trying something that is different, inevitably you will end up with other things, you know, under your belt that you would never have done before. So well, I hope so. It's <laughs> yeah, an expense because I'm going to have to hire, you know, I'll probably hire a drone and an. Mm -hmm. So. <laughs> So then, you know, I mean, it's good in a way. Sometimes it's is... Sorry, Claire, it broke up. I didn't realise you were still talking then. I'm sorry. Say that again for me. No, I, I was saying that um, because it'll be it'll be more involved than what I usually do in, in some aspects. And I might keep people. I, I just keep imagining that I'll be if you, on the sets and I'll be really excited. And then just imagine if like um, you come to develop your film or something. And there's like 
it's not work there's like nothing (laughs) that's my fear because it's going to be in low lighting it's like so you need some element of plausible deniability claire that you know (laughs) if if something happened it all goes horribly wrong it was something else that happened that made that happen that you know made it go wrong it wasn't you it wasn't your concept at the end of the day it's not about your concept or about your idea that that would be down to you know some sort of failing of the equipment or the you know technology or something you know I I can't imagine that it would be anything to do with your actual idea (laughs) no no that's that's really exciting but Mm -hmm. there is an element obviously of risk with that kind of thing isn't there so that's that's you know we were talking uh, on the previous episode about like what energizes you and like that element of adrenaline rush and Mm. all of that that you're getting from it you know is is probably a big part of what you enjoy is it Mm. as well well? it's like oh yeah time to plan something and yeah (laughs) experiment a bit more yeah I mean I think it'll be I I do believe that it's good to push yourself out of your comfort Mm. zone because you do learn like you say Rachel if it, if even 30% of it goes well or 40% of it goes yeah. okay and yeah. 16 is like that and i have and i have i have material i can make prints then yeah. i'll be happy and i'll think oh you know i'm glad i went through that process mm-hmm. because we tend to stick with or i do anyway i can only speak for myself you tend to stick with cameras that you've got familiar with so you know how they work so before you go and shoot somewhere you have an idea of how it's going to come out anyway because you're used to using that camera in certain settings and you're used to using the film that you're used to using so you know how they marry and you know roughly what you're going to get when things do sometimes go wrong but when you're if you're going to move to something completely different and then it's low light and all these things like you say for me that the for me, the, that risk <laughs> margin goes wider. Will you do some but tests, was... like just technical tests mm. first? I was wondering that whether if I have time, that's probably a good idea to do that. Time and financially, if I can um, do that, obviously that would be a good, th- a good thing to do. Um, but what I might do is... Um, even if I'm, if I feel like I've got the time and the, and I can afford to do a test, I will shoot it as if it's the real thing. If you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, so, whatever props and anything like that, I'm bringing so that in the because the tests are, well, just in case, out right? by chance. Yeah, I mean, in an ideal world, imagine your tests and it goes really well and you like everything, then that's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Well, you do your test and then you do your real shoot and then the test was like the absolute best one then you you want to make sure you always press record <laughs> you know <laughs> it's like just record it you can edit it out afterwards if you need to but yeah you know. so that'll be yeah mm. sounds exciting sounds yeah I think it'd be it's good fun it's good for trying new things is is good fun because the, the the thing that I've done recently which is which is new and creative but is less about what's it no actually it is absolutely about photography but it doesn't include the taking of photographs yet it might do is is starting a new podcast which I did talk about a bit last week under Sunny's when I've realised that if I asked people to vote for their favourite thing on Sunny sixteen presents that would include something that I was just publishing which I thought was a, but but the yeah it, the the process is is great so i mean yeah quick recap because we have talked about it before yeah right now out on sunny 16 presents uh there is one episode of a new podcast called digital film photography 
um, which uh, I've been doing with Christian Strauf, who, of course, is a, a long-time listener, friend of the show, and has published stuff on Sunny 16 Presents himself before. Um, and, uh, you know, it's, it's great. It's, it's really nice to just have, you know, something... Uh, just something, something new and different, and and yeah. to talk about things that perhaps we wouldn't talk about on this show because they're not really the right thing for yeah and stuff like that. So, um, it's good fun to start something new to try and figure out what's going on and 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 you know what it looks like and stuff. That's going to be uh, yeah, that's a mini series of podcasts we're doing. There's going to be four, possibly five, um, and then uh, and and we'll see how that runs out. And as uh, this show actually, this show will go out tomorrow because it will go out on the twenty fourth. And then the, the second show of digital film photography will be out on Monday. So if anybody gets this and listens to it quickly, um, it'll be a couple of days away. But if you're a couple of days late listening to this, it might be there already. Ooh, yeah. Go check out, everybody. I know. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we've, hey, we've recorded three. We're like ahead of what? our publishing curve. Uh, yeah. Number Show number two hasn't even gone out yet. And we've recorded <laughs> show number three already. And I that's think the amazing. day that show number two goes out, we're recording number four. So that's, that's like, Gosh, what the... well, it's, oh, the, it's the luxury of a mini series, right? You don't have, <laughs> you don't get into that pressure where, you know, like, oh, hang on a minute. Um, we, we've, we've, we've got to do it every week and, you know, we've got, you know, and then people are busy yeah. or sick or traveling or, or, or whatever it is. So, so yeah. Uh, yeah try doing 306 episodes aid then you'll know what a podcast is <laughs> i was trying to figure out the other day actually right if i've done 500 podcasts yet i think i oh might have done well so future photography is up yeah, around 240 now is it that's, yeah. wow that's amazing. Um, so that's to, future photography has been going five years this week i think so well, congratulations on the birthday. And for <laughs> our so. Sunny 16 podcast listeners who don't know, this is AIDS' other podcast um, that you do with Chris, isn't it? Yep. So this started out f- five years ago when I was, uh, was on my trip to Bhutan, which, of course, I've talked about lots and lots over mm. the years. Um, we uh, With Chris Marquardt, who is a, a, a long-time photography podcast himself, he's been podcasting. Um, since before podcasts were a thing, since before iTunes, right? So like he'd done like 15 years plus of podcasting now. Um, and uh, yeah, he was running this photo trip, which I went on and we got chatting. We you know, both podcasters and we started chatting about that. And he said, we should do a new podcast. Let's call it The Future of Photography. And we sat down in the back, in this little courtyard at the back of a cafe in Kathmandu uh, and recorded it on a phone. <laughs> And the first oh, piece of feedback we ever got was, there's a lot of aeroplanes and noise in the background. Can't you get in a studio? <laughs> it was like, oh, for heaven's sake, we did the first, we did the first three episodes on, on a phone, right? Just talking into a phone in this, in this cafe. Um, I and, love that. Uh, and, uh, and that was cool. 240 shows ago, um, roughly, uh, and five years so and you've got jeremiah as well haven't you yeah we have jeremiah as well yes and we had Ema as well on that show for us yeah. sadly Ema uh, couldn't couldn't keep doing it um miss her um uh but yeah so jeremiah's on that show as well so yeah so i think i think i've done about 500 podcasts in total because i missed a chunk of i think i because i took about nine months off this one didn't i so and i mm-hmm. think I, in nine months we would have done about i would have missed about 40 shows or something like that i suspect 
So it's like the time you have to have a baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, that's uh, certainly the time to bake one. Um, now, so, now we know. <laughs> yes. Now we uh, know where you were and what you were doing. <laughs> I was secretly having a baby. Yes, that's right. So, oh, so my. yeah, maybe I've done. Maybe I've done two hundred and fifty sunny sixteens. Maybe I've done two hundred and fifty nearly. Uh, a future photography. Oh. So yeah, soon I'll have done. Yeah. If I haven't done it already, I'll have done five hundred yeah. podcasts. And now you've got your your new little mini series as well on Sunny Sixteen yeah. Presents. So, yeah, uh, I'm a sucker for the, aren't I? Really, and you know, so I, I. Do you know what? This is the thing that I love. I love the fact that I can sit down with my friends and chat. And I can't yeah. think of any other way, right, that that we could all do this. Uh, yeah, so because mm -hmm. so, I, I think if we weren't publishing these conversations, we wouldn't talk so often, and yeah. when we and and we wouldn't get so deep into topics like we get the chance to do on podcast, and we wouldn't be we wouldn't sit down and go, oh yeah, we're going to have a weekly chat over a few beers on the internet, right? Uh, and uh, every now and again, we'll invite a guest friend. <laughs> That's yeah. that's not a thing, is it? Right? Yeah. That, that's not a thing. And yeah, yeah. so so but it turns the, out it is, and it's just it turns out it is as long as you different. press the publish button yeah. afterwards, right? As long as you look, it's the weirdest thing, right? So it's like for you know, uh, you you can you can talk to anybody you like as long as you publish it on the internet. That's the strangest <laughs> concept. <laughs> But I, I enjoy it so much, and uh, yeah, uh, and uh, podcasting is fantastic because all the people I get to meet and talk to and hang out with and spend time with, and what I learn, and yeah, and, and anyway, so that's all good. So yeah, that's a, a an interesting an interesting thing that, mm. that I'm doing recently. So we're all up to interesting things. But yeah. uh, but Rach, I think um, as as I sort of teased a bit earlier, and you did as well, you have some news to share with us all today. That's right. It's, it's been actually really lovely find, catching up with yourself and Claire and finding out like what's new in in your lives, you know, and what, what the new thing is that's happening. And actually, um, yeah, for me, um, we've got, got some uh, big news with a a new move so i'm going to be moving from where i am uh currently uh so at the moment i'm based in northern lights in liverpool in the baltic triangle and mm -hmm. um, i'm going to be moving from there i actually have uh, handed in officially handed in my notice over Ooh. the weekend which is why i can now um sort of talk about it and um it means i'm actually going to be going from there over the water or under the tunnel uh to, basically it's two stops from uh lime street uh station to hamilton square which is in birkenhead and it's number one hamilton square is where i'm going to be based mm. and i'm basically going to be taking over a bank just so you know well, a whole bank um, yeah whole uh bank um I, i'm going to be down in the basement in the bank vault Nice. Very exciting. Um, so along with, uh, at the moment, um, two uh, other female-led um, businesses, yeah. we're going to be basically taking over and creating one Hamilton Square as a space that will house um, artists and photographers and um, creative businesses, basically. So ground floor as you go in is going to be a shop for independent makers. Uh, there's going to be workshop space within that. Uh, area as well um that's going to go through to um marika's two studios so she runs creative street studio um and she's going to have two studios photography studios 
there. She works with lots of clients across stills photography and video and audio and podcasting and um, anything with that, really. Um, so she's going to have her two studios, Studio One and A and B, uh, and her green room as well, separately to the side. And then down in the basement, uh, you'll, you'll walk down the stairs and you will find um, that's where I'm going to be setting up my mm. dark room down in the basement. Um, so there'll be the bank vault, which literally is the bank vault um so you can go in there if you shut the door the lights completely go off obviously <laughs> is a is a vault um so that can be used for um obviously for um developing your film that's going to be uh, the most awesome dark so you're going to build right? a dark room in a bank vault let's just say that one more time in fact yeah. i might just need to say it two or three more oh, times wait. just so that everybody gets to know how awesome that is you're going to set up a dark room <laughs> in a bank yeah. vault that's yeah so can't cool. wait that's so cool has he got um, like a big uh, round door? Uh, it, it's not round, actually, but it is, it is a Chubb uh, bank it's vault. It's a proper it's bank vault the, door. Yeah, awesome. the, um, Tony. With, with a wheel. Uh, so that, Rachel, that's a set. Yes. Uh, well, absolutely. So um, so one of the other female entrepreneurs who I'm working with, Jen, she's taken on the lease for the for the whole mm -hmm. basement, basically. And so I'm going to have the uh, dark room um, in, I think it's the old workers' um uh, it's got the workers' hooks still on the on the wall and everything, so I'm really excited about that. Uh, and then I'll be using the vault for if people are happy to to be in there uh, for obviously processing their uh, their film. There's no electricity in there, uh, so I can't have my enlargers in there, unfortunately. So it, it's for basically loading your film yeah. into the tanks and things like that. Yeah. Um, and and then the dark room's going to be kind of like next door, pretty much with the enlargers in and everything. So that's really exciting. Um, and the other thing is that um, in the vault, I suggested that maybe we make that into an exhibition space. So it's going to have a rotating kind of like program of artists, photographers, whoever is creating work. And hopefully we're going to put out some open calls for people to be able to um, exhibit their work there. And of course, if I've got my darkroom there with membership at some point, I'm going to be opening it up for people to have a membership if they'd like to come and use the space um, as well. Um, then it would be um, a space for people there to also um, display their work, you know, if they would like to exhibit. So that's a pretty cool thing to be able to do so that you've exhibited your work in a bank vault, which is pretty awesome. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, so valuable. Of, my um, work could only be examined. Well, exactly. it's, yeah, it's just like clearly yeah, it's the most yeah. valuable work in the world. Exactly. So, uh, yeah, really exciting um, uh, new plans and things for, for that happening. Uh, and um, alongside that, as if that wasn't enough, um, uh, I uh, have also decided to um, take on a, um, a small space, a room on the first floor. Um, we, see, when I said we're taking over, we're taking over. Um, so the room on the first floor, because obviously being in the basement, um, there isn't a lot of windows i do have a door that takes you straight out into the courtyard but obviously uh, occasionally you want you know a lot of light so um i actually when we were looking around the space we also went up to the first floor and i saw this room and was like you know when you just fall in love with like light <laughs> in a in a space and i was like oh my god i need i need this light in my life <laughs> um so it's a south facing corner um 
room on the first floor, which I think it feels like the sort of room that would have maybe been the bank manager's office. It's yeah. got three like floor to ceiling windows and it's it's about three meters by five meters. So it's not very big, you know, mm -hmm. it's it's quite a small space, but it's got three windows. I was like, oh, yeah. oh my gosh. So all this gorgeous light coming in. Um, so I've decided to push myself out of my comfort zone and I'm going to take on that room as well. So I'll have the dark room down in the basement um, for workshops and hopefully for membership, as I say, and obviously the, va the vault for um, exhibitions and processing. Um, and then the room on the first floor, which I'm going to hopefully open as like a large format studio um, or what I might call like the parlor um, so whether that'll be sheet film or paper eggs or uh, wet plate at some point or dry plate you know all of these things is kind of where I want to set that because of this gorgeous light and I want to be able to really embrace that you know um, so that's what I'm going to be doing I can't wait um, so yeah exciting stuff ah it's so nice to actually be able to talk about it because it's been been bubbling away of course for, for ages um and uh yeah it's lovely to be able to mention it but just there's been just so much going on and obviously with everything else i haven't really been able to focus so much on it and suddenly it's all kind of happening yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah. and, and of course liverpool's got such beautiful buildings isn't it Absolutely. so many buildings so i can yeah i imagine it's really lovely that yeah hamilton square is uh, actually it has birkenhead park literally as you walk out the front door um which is what uh central park was um actually based on like oh, really? as, as its um original inspiration uh behind it so hamilton square itself is um it, beautiful like sort of georgian buildings i think i'd say georgian um and it, where my room is on the first floor looks over kind of i think it's like maybe the town hall or something it's right on the corner so yeah i'm really excited about about this fabulous definitely. space yeah definitely um, and so, I, yeah. I didn't realize that um hamilton square through my ignorance was in birkinghead i thought because it's really it's literally what is it one stop away yeah. was it did you say two Literally. Yeah, it's two stops. It's I think it's six minutes on the train. Uh, so if you basically come into Lime Street and you get two, you literally get on the on the train for two stops and then you get out. And yeah. if you look there, that's the train station. And then you look there, that's, that's going to be that's the bank. <laughs> Cool. So yeah, can't wait. Really excited, um, and uh, yeah, it's going to be lovely to have um, such a kind of community around it as well. I think. This isn't the sort of thing you can do on your own. Um, so although, although I could go and I could, you know, set up what I'm doing yeah. uh, on my own, having those other creative people around me who are also really enthusiastic and passionate about this kind of mm. um, hub, you know, or idea, I think is really important. So um, at the moment, um, Jen's got going to have her studio down in the basement as well. She's a concrete artist, um, uh, but there's two other rooms that she's looking to um, uh, hire out to as artist studios. Um, then obviously I'll be down there as well. We've got the bank vault, which will be uh, hired out for sets, for filming and for exhibition space. Um, and then, of course, the uh, so studio cool. and shop. Uh, and things on the first floor, which is, uh, sorry, on the ground floor, which is Marika's Creative Street Studio and Shop. Mm. So very exciting stuff. That's Yay. so cool. That is so exciting. That is like Thank you. amazing stuff. I'm really pleased. Yeah. 
really really exciting so um yeah lots of lots of new things i need to kind of get my head around and um i believe somebody's turning up next wednesday with a truck i'm on parenting duty that day unfortunately <laughs> um so i was like maybe if i if i stick post-its on things hopefully they'll get taken <laughs> we'll see um so yeah uh, actually it means that john's in larger is now going to go and live uh in oh, Bangor, yeah. which is kind of cool oh, nice. um, i yeah, think he yeah. would I think he would approve. I hope he would approve. Um, because obviously oh, yeah. that will be that'll be coming with me. Um, at least it will mean that because at the moment I'm in my pop-up dark room uh tents, obviously, which which are great and so useful. Um, but they're not really a more permanent space, you know, for something like John's large formatting larger. So I needed somewhere where I could properly set that up. So at least my plan mm -hmm. is at some point, um, you know once i'm in uh, i'll get that sort of like set up so that would be lovely to be able to use that um so yeah i think the sort of like move is sort of going to start from next wednesday but it's going to take obviously a few weeks so it'll be into the new year before i'm actually properly in there um yeah. and set up yeah. things but i will keep everybody posted um yeah very exciting you're going to have an opening rachel yes actually i should mention that we're going to do a kind Daddy. of launch event yeah a party, party a yeah. housewarming party a bank warming exactly. party yeah we're gonna have cheese and nibbles and wine down in the bank vault um there'll be exhibition up so we're probably going to start with an exhibition of the um uh, love liverpool pride exhibition uh, created as a collaboration with lots of um artists photography artists um across the lgbtqi um community um so we're going to start with using those fantastic pieces of work and putting those up hopefully uh as our like part of our mm. first exhibition um just to sort of like show the space and how it is and obviously honor that work as well um and then hopefully open it up to uh, to the next next lot of exhibition um and other photographers and artists so yeah really exciting stuff i will let you know when we've set a date for that <laughs> excellent good stuff yeah wow. good. Cool. Well, hey, there you go. So that's that's uh, that's our bit of news. Or our bit of Rachel's enormous. What a yeah, chunk of news, not our little bit of news. Rachel's enormous news. Not so little vintage photography anymore. I don't know. to change the branding. It's just like slightly bigger vintage photography. You know, it's so funny you should say that because I was walking, we were on the dog walk the other day and I said to Adam, I was like, it might be time for me to think about, do I change the name of the business? Because little vintage photography... I don't know if it if it still feels right, you know, maybe sometimes it's time to change things up and, and what have you. Um, so I've just been exploring that as an idea, but I mean, literally just as a, a little conversation idea. And I have looked at other things because on Twitter, um, I'm a vintage photo co. So I thought something along those lines yeah. um, rather than the little only because a lot of people, I think, over the years have thought it means I work with children <laughs> or I'm like a child's, you know, portrait photographer and things. I've never seen it like that. And I, I think most people don't necessarily, but some people have. Um, That's really in interesting. I've, so, never, I've certainly never heard of it yeah. like that. No, but. I've never. Yeah. What, the, the word little. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because because obviously it's little vintage photography. I always base that because it's me. So little as in it's it's one person vintage. Yeah, that, yeah. Of, uh, yeah. So so I wouldn't. I'm not sure I would base your rebranding on what you're known as Twitter though, because like Twitter probably won't be there in six weeks. Oh time, no, no. So, no 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 so. no absolutely. So I was just thinking about 
you know, different ideas or, or what, mm-hmm. what maybe it could be or, you know, or does it does it become my name photography or something it, like that? I don't re- know. It's a really interesting thing, isn't it? Maybe we should rebrand Sunny 16. What should we call ourselves? Right, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> it's, taken, it's taken us all that long to get any kind of brand <laughs> recognition at all, hasn't it? So, but it's, it's, a, it's a fascinating thing because... Because what you've done in the years that I've known you, Rach, has changed quite a mm. lot over time. Yeah. If I, it, it, in some ways, it's been a natural evolution, but other times there's been like changes. The other thing that's yeah. changed a lot is film photography, right? Yeah. As well. Yeah. And and I know that, you know, the vintage bit in part, or at least I've always assumed the vintage bit in part speaks to the alternative processes and, yeah. and, and things like that. Mm-hmm. But, but the nature of the analog world has 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 really bounced back since you started mm-hmm. the business hasn't it so eight years ago yeah there's yeah. a whole load more going on that there, there there just wasn't eight years ago absolutely absolutely um, so and yeah, it's difficult wow. to encompass all of that isn't it in what in one thing and and the other the other there's so much to consider when you're thinking about like a brand name or a business name or what have you because you know it's spelt differently across the world analog right so in terms That's of true. using yes. that word like how do i do that to make sure you know that it's not hmm, just that and also film on its own doesn't really incorporate all of the other aspects of what i do because it's not just film you know it's darkroom and it's alternative processes and it's you know so so i wouldn't so i'm trying to figure out like what what works best and it might just be that yeah little vintage photography is is what i am and, and what it should remain it was just a uh, a thought the other day and i was like huh i wonder so if anybody maybe has any thoughts as well if listeners have any thoughts <gasps> don't or say that you'll end up being called photy mcphoto face or something like <laughs> uh, can't let I'm the public name you um no i'm not gonna say i'm not saying i'm gonna change it um but no it's interesting to to know what like you know if if anybody has successfully changed their brand name or mm-hmm. work for a company who've done that or something it's it's good to know you know how how that might work. I've seen a few YouTubers do it. Uh, in the mm-hmm. you know, sense, people who started out with, yeah with a a name that's related to what they do, and then have converted perhaps mm-hmm. to just using their own name. Right? Yeah. And, uh, once they yeah, uh, I've seen that done. Um, yeah. I, as far as I'm aware, yeah, you know, I'm not aware of anybody whose YouTube channel suddenly just vanished. Mm-hmm. You. Know. Yeah. Um, yeah. The a, a very big example is a channel that was started out called MKBHD, right? And and uh, and and now he just refers to himself. I think he renamed the channel Marcus Marcus Brownlee. So and he's got sixteen million followers on YouTube or something like that. I don't mm. know. But, mm. um, so, yeah, it's difficult, isn't it? Because you've also got to think about like what else is also out there. And as you say, Aid, you know, like over the last eight years it's changed of course but also it's grown exponentially mm. you know as as a, an industry and and so a lot of sort of similar permeations of little vintage photography are already taken you know like mm. that th- there's no not necessarily an option to take maybe you should call yourself <laughs> analog wonderland <laughs> oh yeah that's a great idea yeah. wow. i love that <laughs> yeah, there we go. Just came to me. You can have that one for free. It just came to me. Gosh, you're such a genius, Aid. I know. I know. <laughs> anyway, um, so yeah, so big, big, exciting news, and uh, yeah, really, really uh, looking forward to that. Um, at the moment, trying to kind of 
trying to make sure that this is also happening um, whilst still, you know, I'm working on the workbook, but the ultimate film and darkroom workbook is still in works, everybody, just so you know. Uh, I promise it's, I haven't disappeared and it's not died to death or anything. It will be happening. Um, but I, I think I'm going to the realisation that, uh, you know, Christmas is going to happen when it happens. I'm trying my very best to kind of like get everything done. But unfortunately, events, i.e. illness, really conspired against me over the last few months. And in terms of how um, how much of an impact that has had, um, because it wasn't it wasn't just a week or two weeks. It was basically like two months start to finish with the whole scarlet fever thing that's gone on into three or four other things, um, and. And I think I'm just at the point where I'm kind of going, this is making me a bit ill, you know, trying to actually get everything done um, and trying to get everything out. And I want to do it right. And I've always said I really want to do this right. And I want to make something that works so well. And I'm really proud of like what I've done so far. I want to make sure that it's something that will help a lot of people. So it might be that um, that perhaps I will be looking at maybe doing um opening up for the pre-orders pre-Christmas um, or for the orders pre-Christmas, but that it would be shipped out uh, in January rather than before Christmas. So the physical copy might be uh, sort of in the new year as opposed to um, before Christmas to be able to wrap at that point, if you like. Um, and unfortunately, I think that's just the way it, ha it will have to go. Um, but I hope everybody would, who might be interested in that anyway would would still find that very useful and still find that helpful and the idea is of course that none of it's going to be dated anyway so the idea was that you would always be able to drop in dip in whenever you're you're wanting to um so i'm hoping that that will um will still be okay for everybody um sometimes you, we do just have to be a bit flexible and go okay there's only so many hours in the day and it's only say days in a week and unfortunately uh, as you mentioned aid earlier um you can email your colleagues and say actually i'm not doing that meeting i'm not doing that meeting and i'm not doing that meeting because i need to focus on work um and i don't really have that option because i am as we've mentioned little vintage photography which means it's just me um so there's there's nobody to defer to um and there's nobody to ask permission from which is great but it also means there's nobody else to kind of take over when when these things do come and try us um so i think that's that's where i'm at with that um what do you think any uh, any thoughts on that <laughs> i think it will all work out is what Thanks, i think Dave. i think so you know it, it, because life gets in the way right like you know, yeah. life hasn't read the plan um <laughs> so the plan. I love that. I've never heard that expression before. <laughs> so, so you know, uh, it's just one of those things. Now, it will, it will yeah. all work out brilliantly. You know, these things, these things happen, and we all work hard, and we all get around them somehow, and everything mm -hmm. just keeps going. So, I would be hopeful if I were in your position. I think. I try to be hopeful in my position. It's not. Yeah. <laughs> so so yeah. It's like yeah. I try to be hopeful. I have. Uh, I have. I have low low. Excuse me. I have high standards and low expectations, and I try to be positive and hopeful. There we go. So ah. I have high standards because I like to be professional in what I do. I have low. I have low expectations. So expectations. So I'm not too disappointed when everything goes to shit. <laughs> <laughs> and I still try to remain hopeful and positive because that's how you get by in life. Mm. This is. These seem like good 
uh, good, good rule. I was going to say rules, but more like, you know. Um, they kind of like aim. rules, right? They're kind of, yeah. yeah. Or, or yeah. It's, it's I, AIDS I, manifesto, right? <laughs> uh, I, 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 I've never thought of it like that. That's an interesting point of view. Yeah, I, it's a bit me. Yeah. <laughs> possibly who knows who knows you should print it up let's stick it on the wall there do you know what? i i shall um uh, i i shall do that i shall do that do you know actually do you know what that's a really good segue. i'm gonna do a little bit of um uh, i was gonna say shameless self-promotion right now but actually it's not self-promotion because actually it's promotion for for my much better half my my uh, uh, amazing wife emma who has mm -hmm. just recently launched an etsy store Oh, awesome. So, Congrats, so Emma. I Sorry. am going to paste this into our show notes just now so that you guys can have a look. And I'm going to put it in the show notes for the podcast as well. Uh, it's very new. It's it's just um, uh, it's just been up a few weeks and it was ever so exciting when the first message like buzzed on Emma's phone the other day saying, you've got a you've got a customer. Uh, Somebody's placed an order. So like the very first order came in. So it's all very it. new. And I would love if everybody who's listening to this uh, could go and look at it. Now, there is a sweetener for you because Emma is actually preparing some little Christmas treats that would be good gifts for photographers. I don't think they're quite up there. She's still making them. and We haven't had a chance <laughs> to photograph them and get them onto the shop yet. So I'm going to put this in uh, the, the way. That's the, the thing, Aid. It's always the way, like that. All these amazing ideas and the time just to actually get them done and get them. But then you have to photograph it. Then you have to write the description. Then you have to sort out the fees. Then you have to get it uploaded. It is a whole world, isn't it? Like it, it, it is a whole world. It is a whole. If only yeah. Emma knew some photographers who could photograph her stuff. <laughs> 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 so, the, so, so what kind of thing is it? Go on. Uh, well, um, you can have. A, there's a link in the show. So, so uh, yeah. at the moment, it's um, it's art, it's craft stuff. Um, there's mm -hmm. a lot of painting and involved. So uh, there's um, so there's some signs, some inspirational signs. It's called Lift Me Up Crafts, and the idea behind it is she wants to just give everybody a boost. She loves doing craft stuff. She wants to give everybody a boost. So there's you know th you know um, uh, hand handmade uh, images you can hang on your wall, which have you know, life affirming messages on them and things like that. There are Christmas tree baubles uh there are and um, actually the really interesting practical one um there's some key rings right key fobs and on one side it says call mum or call dad on the other side it has a phone number and of course you can have anybody's phone number and you can call anybody but it's especially good for for children's school bags because if their mm -hmm. phones run out, nobody knows each other's phone number. So if you're a kid and you're under and your phone runs out and you can't get home because you haven't got your bus money or whatever, and actually you need to borrow somebody's phone, how on earth are you going to know what number to call? Right? Because you mm -hmm. don't learn phone numbers. But yeah, so so yeah, that's one thing that yeah, we're going out on kids' school bags and stuff like that. So she's actually done uh, a few of those already. Um, the 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 store has had you know the one customer, but she's done a few of these for friends already and stuff like that. Mm. Been building up and so you know starting getting these going. So those those are proving very popular as well. But there's Christmassy things. There's all sorts of things. So if you could go, everybody listen to this should go to the the link in the show notes. Claire's doing it right now. Thank you, Claire. Like <laughs> like, like something, Claire. <laughs> buy 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 somebody you love a Christmas present because there's some Christmas <laughs> stuff. So there's more Christmassy stuff coming actually over the next few days. But at the moment there are some uh, Christmas tree decorations um, uh, made on um, acrylic and you know, painted with glitter and, and vinyls and Ooh. things like that and lovely Christmas messages. So there we go. Bit of promotion for uh, somebody who is doing really, really well. She's, she's having a great time, working really hard and trying to set up an Etsy shop. So all good. 
Great. Right. Okay. On to, I think, now some listener emails. I think. Uh, so we have two listener emails um, and uh, they are on topics that uh, we probably should have talked about already. Um, yeah, uh, but uh, we will um, we will do that justice now. Um, I am going to read the first one and I'll leave you guys to figure out who's going to do the second one uh, between the two of you. Uh, okay. Don't make me name somebody. You know, <laughs> we want volunteers. So our first email is from a friend of the show, John Michael Mendeza. Hi, John Michael. Um, and you wrote to us a little while ago go apologies it's taken us a while to get to your email and you wrote to us on the subject of motivated light uh, which was the theme for the month of um, whatever month it was um, and uh, it's still the current theme i think because we haven't moved it on but jean michael says uh, dear sunbeams congratulations on 300 or 410 depending on how you count episodes i can say that i've listened to everything on the main feed wowzers and most of the presents stuff keep up the great work and thank god you finally got rid of graham that now i didn't make that up it's in the email he does go on in brackets to say just kidding of course hope you have a nice and well deserved break Graham. but yeah, he did actually write that i didn't make that up after my half-assed attempt to cubby hole the pictures i was taking anyways into the theme of a song lyrics with my girls 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 images i wanted to make a bit more of an effort on the theme of motivated light the first challenge was trying to figure out exactly what motivated light is my understanding that it is a practical light a light that you can see in the image uh, that is then brightened by another light that you don't see for example a candle in the shot but the actual light comes from a flash outside the frame very good example the images i made would probably count more as practical light but i figure if i use three flashes one can be the practical and the other two can be the motivation the setup is pretty simple one large reflective umbrella with diffusion sitting directly behind the model with three speed lights inside so here i will start to describe the images they are of uh, a yogi or a dancer or maybe the lady is both <laughs> she's certainly put, uh, uh, making some good uh, they i think yoga shapes i don't yeah. know much about yoga i'm afraid um in front of done in black and white in silhouette in front of a big an enormous sort of three four foot across uh circular light which i guess is the light that jean michael is describing um uh, and uh you know some fantastic poses um uh, and and great shots I will go on to uh, to finish. Oh, I've lost my place now in the email. It's quite a long email. Um, my light stands didn't go low enough to bring the umbrella down to floor level. So we positioned a bench in front of the umbrella so the model was a bit more centred in the light. All the hard work was done by the model, Leia. <laughs> As you can see that in the shops, actually. Sorry, John Michael, I'm just joking. Um, who had to do all the poses while balancing on a bench. Blimey, that does sound tricky. Um, I needed to do a bit of touching up in post to get rid of the light stand. Yep, when your light is right in the shot like that, I often have to do that and make the edges of the circle rounder. I was trying to do this in a dark room. Oh, sorry, I was thinking of trying to do this in a dark room. It seemed like it might be an achievable challenge, but then I noticed the role of FP4 I used was affected by the dreaded Ilford spots. This is apparently a known issue with some 120 films from Ilford where the backing paper somehow reacts with the film and makes the mottled spots appear. Do you know what? I've never heard of that before, I don't think. you, any, Either of you two ever heard of that? I haven't. Rachel? Uh, was that about the mottling spots? Mm. Yeah, the the, from the backing paper reacting yeah. with the film. You know about I that, that. Mm -hmm. I have you? I have had that happen myself. Yep, absolutely. Oh. Yep. Um, was it Ilford? Sorry, what was the, uh, what was the stock? FP4. 
yes, it was also an, a role of FP4 that I had um, that that happened um, on. Uh, it is something that is a known issue occasionally. Oh, um, okay. And if you do ever get that happen, um, they've, uh, they ask you to fill in a form. If you go onto Ilford's website or if you were to Google, you know, Google for that, it will give you a um, a link to a particular like page. So you can enter the signage number uh, off the film so they'll know which batch it's from and things. So, um, um, do you know what? Yeah. Even better, that, that's good to know, but even better than that, actually, John Michael says, uh, he I contacted Ilford and they <laughs> replied immediately, yeah. apologised. Uh-huh. And sent yeah. a replacement roll of film. Yeah, same, same here. That's what I got, which is great. They do, they have been very good. At well, I mean, we, we 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 know the folks at Ilford reasonably well, and, and they they, they yeah. do take their quality very seriously indeed, <laughs> in a good way, right? In a good way. So mm-hmm. he says it's a pity for these shots, but good customer service. So mm-hmm. um, attached are a few images from the roll I shot, and mm-hmm. I also included an out of camera image to show what retouching I did. Uh, hope you guys enjoy them. Looking forward to hearing about what others have done. All the best, John Michael. Well, thank you very much, John Michael. So, what do you think of these then? I love the I love these images. I think they're great. I love the first two, um, because because oh, they're, they're really magical, aren't they? Because I love yeah. it. It's like a it's like a big globe, you know, a big magic globe. Um, I, I think they're great. That is the light. They're great. Yeah. They're very. Um, I feel like they're very Bond esque. Yeah, they, they are. Do, right? Yeah, they black are. and white with circles. Yeah, definitely. That's a really good point. Yeah, it really good. They're striking, aren't they? They really go. Which is the uh, which is the out the camera one? Sorry. Uh, that's the fourth one. Or the fourth one. A, uh, yeah, the, which you can see. You can see you the can see the, the non round edges of yeah. the umbrella, yeah, you and you can. can see the light stand because uh, yeah. that's not being yeah. painted out. So. Yeah, and I love that for the first one. The more um, I really, I think the first one's my favourite one, and you can just if you look, you, um, you could the light just illuminates very slightly um, her face. It does, can doesn't it? Yes, yeah. Yeah, I, I really think they're great. Absolutely beautiful, aren't they? Wonderful. Gosh. Yes. Brilliant. Okay. Well, thank you very much, John Michael, for sending those in. Motivated light. I'm really good to see that that's uh, got the creative juices flowing. Okay. Uh, next one then. Who's going to read the next one? Oh, sorry. We were supposed to have decided that, weren't we, Claire? <laughs> well, we were talking as we went, but so so okay. sorry. You can make a quick decision now. Should I do it? <laughs> sure. Yeah, you can. Right, oh, right. I'll do it. Okay. So second one is from uh, Ted. Ah. He says, hey, Sunny 16 podcast folks, I loved your episode on what gets you energized about photography and in turn had me itching to get out with my cameras again. Isn't that amazing? Mm. Now, I'm a new listener and relatively new photography enthusiast living and working in Manchester. Oh, down the road. Um, I like Rachel's theme of harvest because we all have such different Mm. images and interpretations of what that means to us. For me, it means seeing the kitchen garden and the community garden up at RHS Bridgewater finally come good. The two pictures I've included here are from September and it was only my second time using the camera and my first time ever using that film. Newbie. (laughs) I'm not sure what I need to detail to qualify for the challenge, but this is the gear that I used. Also, I should say, um, you don't need to worry about that because you've covered everything. We're an inclusive group here, Ted. You're very welcome. 
you are very welcome and you more than qualify. <laughs> um, so they've used the Olympus XA, which is a fabulous little camera. I don't know if either of you have got the Olympus no. XA. Um, says that they bought it for £80 from Skiers Photographic in Nottingham. I'm not aware of the shop, but that's great. Hopefully it's still there. And uh, maybe if anybody else is in Nottingham, maybe that's a place that you could pop along to. Um, they shot on uh, Kodak Ektar 100, bought for £12 from Analog Wonderland. Oh, Developed no, the scan. name Analog Wonderland has already been taken. Oh, I no. didn't know that. I <laughs> thought I'd heard of it somewhere, actually, Aid, but I was like, oh, nah. It's just, uh, yeah. Oh, well. um, Maybe you should oh, call well. your company Boots. <laughs> back, to, uh, back to the drawing board. Um, and they developed and scanned it um, with Come Through Lab in and Coats in Manchester. I've also used Come Through Lab quite a lot myself, right. which is great. Uh, they do a lovely job with some of my wedding stuff. Um, so here we go. Windowsill tomatoes in the kitchen garden, RHS Bridgewater in Salford. Apples in the, apples in the community garden, RHS Bridgewater, Salford. Please let me know if you need any further info. Uh, so that's Ted uh, in Manchester, and you can find him on Instagram. It's T E D A Y R E on Instagram at the handle. Based in Manchester, fabulous and love these. Yeah, the apples look like pomegranates actually to me. <laughs> look like pomegranates, and the co- I, I really like the the colours as well. The colours oh, are fantastic, actually. Fact, isn't yeah. it? Aren't they? Sorry. So nice. Ektar, I mean, Ektar is great for those sort of bright, colourful photos, isn't it? So it's yeah, you know, it's um, uh, you know, especially the reds always does well with reds. Yeah, perfect weather for that, wasn't it as well? Those, that is but beautiful. Yes, I I really love, I I I really love the brightness and how how lovely the one is of of the um, the fruit on the tree. But mm. there's something very um, I don't know. It feels very sort of like cozy i suppose and homely the other one i just really love those tones and it's just this nice sort of little slice through the window of this orangery or this greenhouse mm. or, or what have you and i don't know it's not a shot that you'd normally see no it's not is it but it's a lovely old wood framed traditional yeah. greenhouse so yeah you're right it remind. yeah it, i don't know i've never had a potting shed no, um, I, wouldn't know, I wouldn't know what to do with one to be honest um so no. but um it, it it's uh, yeah i don't know it, it evokes that sort of mm. you know like quiet i feel yeah, like it's quite quiet yeah, it is image. yeah it's but yeah it works so well for the theme of harvest really really nice yes yeah. i have to say mm. that uh, i don't know if either of you know what rhs stands for um uh, it stands royal horticultural for Soul it is Society? the royal horticultural society mm-hmm. yeah um at bridgewater i've not been to bridgewater but um you've often heard me talk about rhs wisley which is just down yeah. the road from me yeah. which i've been going to for, for years and years and years um uh and you know these places really do re- uh, amazing stuff for harvest mm. you know there's often mm. you know um mm. art exhibitions there's, there's stacks and stacks of you know, food that they've grown and stuff like that yeah. around the place uh, sadly i didn't get out to go to the harvest wow. at the at wisley although we are booked for they do a thing called the glow in winter where they put um Ooh. Uh, they're all colourful lit sculptures all through the gardens mm-hmm. in the winter on the run up to Christmas. So we'll be going to that soon. That's right. always fantastic. But thank you very much, Ted, for writing to us. Thank you very much for listening to us. Always very happy to hear from new listeners. Uh, and uh, hope you continue to enjoy the photography. And you know, thank you for sending stuff in.
Yeah. If anybody else would like to write to us, um, you can obviously please send us an email. It'd be lovely to uh, hear from you. Um, if you've got any thoughts or questions, or if you want to tell us a little bit about your own photographic mm. journey, that we always in enjoy reading those and hearing from people. If you've not written to us for a little while, it'd be a nice time to mm. uh, to do that again. That uh, we would really um, like to hear from. And Ted could come to your um, your bank. Because yeah. Liverpool and Manchester are so close. In fact, I was Absolutely. thinking about your building and I was thinking, is it anything like, you know, the hotel in Manchester, the, the Gotham Hotel, which was used to be a bank? Oh, so really? A building, yeah. Oh. I've, I've never been inside, but I've passed it. And I was thinking, oh, I wonder if you're making it sound like that. But he could come could long, couldn't he? Because Manchester and Liverpool are so are close. Are you location <laughs> scouting here, Claire? Is that what you're doing? <laughs> yeah. You're trying to get some yeah. hints and tips for what <laughs> Rachel's bank is like yeah. so that you yeah. can plan thinking it. Of, yeah, yeah. I was just imagining it. Well, you'll, you'll be down here, you know? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I'll definitely be coming along. Yeah. And, along. and just to digress as well slightly on, on greenhouse greenhouse themes, I saw online just this week actually somewhere someone had made a greenhouse out of recycled stained glass church windows. Oh my god. Incredible, you know? Really amazing. Oh, I'd love that. Isn't that fabulous? Oh, um, I should have said where people should write to us at. <laughs> that might be helpful. Yes. Yeah, sunny16podcast at gmail.com. That's also um, the email. <clears throat> Sorry. That's also the email for where to send uh, maybe your two favourite images uh, of the theme harvest for the Sunny 16 Cheap Shots Challenge, uh, which uh, we are currently running. And if you send over just a few little details about it, what, what camera you're using to shoot with and what stock it's on. But if there's any, you know, kind of like little bit of story behind it as well, as Ted did there, that always nice to know, a bit of context behind the images or what the inspiration has been. And um, as always with the Cheap Shots Challenge, the idea is that it's a cheap camera, uh, under 30 quid if you can find something or $30 or uh, whatever. You'd be lucky equivalent. these days, but yeah. Um, yeah, exactly. So just something, we're, we're basically trying to make it uh, as accessible to as many people as possible so whatever you can find that's nice and uh, cheap uh, or as cheap as you can get uh, that would be great and mm. the idea is really if you're able to use the same camera for the themes as we go so um, we set various themes for this throughout the year um, they usually last maybe three months or so, two or three months for the for the round to kind of like have a chance to, for people to take the photos and get them sent in. And then we move on to a, another theme. Uh, so for us, it'll be in the new year for the next the next round. But hang on to that camera that you've got for your cheap shots challenge and then you can load it up and uh, and use it for something else. So the idea is just that we're trying to be creative with whatever we're doing and whatever the restrictions are on the particular camera that you've got, because it's 30 quid. <laughs> um, it can still be really lovely to see what, what you can create. So it's just kind of a way of pushing us, like you said, Claire earlier, out of our comfort zone a little bit, trying something a bit different. Um, the failures are as much fun as, uh, as anything else. It's all about the process with this, I think. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm very, very much looking forward to uh, getting, mine, getting mine done as well. Um, so in terms of dates for the Cheap Shots Please. Challenge, can you remind December us? December the 11th. December, December the 11th. 11th. Okay, great. 
Yep, so there's a few weeks still left to go on this round. So still time, if you haven't thought about doing this yet, still time to get out there with the camera, get developing and uh, email us, uh, as Rachel says, sunny16podcast at gmail.com by the 11th of December. And that will get you included in the, well, it will certainly be able to talk about your uh, images and it'll get you included in, uh, it's not really a competition, I suppose, is it? A challenge. A a challenge, thank you. Yes, thank you. That was the word that was eluding me there's a clue in the name isn't there um okay uh so a good reason to practice emailing the show then uh, yeah at the moment uh, a good reason to practice emailing the show okay um so one other thing actually uh while we're while we're on the topic of of, of interacting with us here at sunny 16 towers um is we currently uh have on uh, as well the sunnies awards um for those okay. of you that haven't yet had a chance to listen to, to last week's show uh we launched the Sunnies Awards for the first time in a couple of years. Uh, this is like our Oscars, basically, right? And it's a, uh, and there is a link in the show notes uh, which will take you to a Google form, and that will allow you to vote on the seven categories uh, that we uh, that we have uh, uh, open. Sorry. Mm. I, I, okay, I think it's nearly time to end the show because I'm really struggling for words now. All of a sudden, my word and a podcaster without words is not particularly entertaining um so might be time to wrap up soon just a little headline there uh, just a heads up so uh yeah so please do uh, follow the, yeah have a look at the show notes. there's going to be um a lot in the show notes this week isn't there because there's going to be uh it's going to be links to uh, the wait list for rachel's ultimate film and dark room workbook there is going to be a link to the sunny's uh, voting form there's going to be the email address there's going to be a link to emma's etsy shop so there's quite a lot of stuff actually going to be in the show notes this week um so uh, mm. do check those out and click on all the links and do all the things that we tell you to do because that's what we want <laughs> <laughs> oh dear i'm just, somebody <laughs> put me out of my misery come on help me out here ladies help <laughs> me out right i'm dying Sorry, here I'm- I'm sorry, I, I was I was uh, trying to find some photos to send to Claire whilst you were whilst you oh, were struggling. So you weren't even paying attention. <laughs> I was paying attention. I was listening. Bank. I was listening. I promise. It was. I was trying Stop to send planning you photo shoots while we're supposed to be recording a podcast. It's rude. <laughs> No, I was also still here, but yeah, apologies, eight. Okay, I did, I did, yeah, we we didn't rescue the ship as it was going down there. Sorry, oh, dear, um, dear. Okay, aid. well, I think we're probably done then, aren't we, for this show? Yeah. Actually, um, okay. okay. Well, let's let's try and get out of here while there's some show still left. Um, <laughs> We have been the Sunny 16 podcast. Uh, it has, as ever, been an honour and a privilege uh, to talk to you all. Uh, thank you for listening. We will be back next week. Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye.